Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 122, I Get To. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, who's going to make me a t-shirt that says hello, hello, hello on it? (laughs) How are y'all? Happy last week in February? Yes, today is April 27th as I'm recording this. It's my little boy, my middle child, Alex, 10th birthday, y'all. My baby boy, my first baby boy. I can't believe he's 10. Oh my gosh. You guys want to hear a funny story? I don't know if I should be bragging on this or sharing this, but I'm going to anyway. So Alec, his middle name is Love in Slovakian. So it's Laska, which means love. And I don't know when Alec was conceived. (laughs) It's still a mystery to us. Um, But I found out when I was wine tasting in Napa in Russian River Valley in Sonoma County, California. I had gone out for the weekend with my friends and... I remember before I pulled out, I lived in San Francisco at the time, I was pulling out and I'm like, hmm, I think I might be late. And so I just kind of put that to the side burner and I went up and I was like, I'll, you know, I'll probably start or something when I'm up here. Well, I was like well into day two and I'm like, hmm, you know, I should probably go get a pregnancy test before I continue wine tasting. And my friends took me to the drugstore. I took the test and whoops, it was positive. So no more wine tasting for Angela. (laughs) And oh my gosh, I was super excited though. I came home, surprised my husband. And that is how Alec Laska came to be. And I cannot believe that was 10 years ago. I cannot believe that a decade has passed since (laughs) that time. But um, we're celebrating him. We had a special breakfast this morning. He's really into Harry Potter right now. He's like on book five of reading the Harry Potter series. So he got all things Harry Potter for his birthday. And um, he, I posted on Facebook this morning, he, I got him a little package of the Harry Potter um, jelly beans where they have like the vomit flavored ones and all that crazy stuff. And watching him taste that, he was so excited. He's been talking about these jelly beans for probably a year. And watching him try those and like be brave and eat that and then like spit it out and stuff. It was just freaking hilarious this morning. So it's been a good day. But today I want to talk to you about this idea that I recently thought about this weekend was I get to. I get to. It's like a privilege statement, right? So this past weekend we were at my in-laws house and they are excellent hosts. They prepared a spread of this delicious foods and special treats and like they've been planning for it and we're excited about coming. And the theme around the celebration was all the April birthdays. So Alex's birthday, my birthday, and my other son Arlo's birthday. And um, everybody was super excited about it. And they put a lot of effort into it. And over the course of our time there, they offered me drinks multiple times. And listen, this is not a problem, so just stick, stay with me here, okay? 
So there's a meaning to all of this. They offered me these drinks. Now, I haven't come out and put a flag in the ground and declared sobriety until I die with a big announcement to the whole family or anything like that. I've just said to them on occasions, like, no, I'm not drinking. And no, I really don't drink anymore. And yeah, I haven't drank in a long time to them over the past three years. You know, like I've said stuff like that to them. So at first when... They shared their plan for how they're going to do the drinks and they kind of rolled it out. They were like, oh, we're going to have wine with dinner and then cocktails outside, blah, blah, blah. And they asked me if that was okay and like what I wanted. I just kind of shrugged and said, yeah, whatever y'all want to do. I'm not going to be having any alcohol. And then later I was asked again, Angela, what can I make you to drink? We've got martinis, Kahlua, da, 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 da. I was like, no, thanks. I'm good. And then again, are you sure I can make you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it was just fascinating. At this point, I just said, no, really, I'm good. Thank you, though. And a little bit later, I was reflecting on it, and I noticed that I felt loving to them for asking and to myself for not spinning out in my head or feeling bad for saying no. And it actually felt good that I get to say no thanks. I'm good. I get to say no. But listen, just over three years ago, getting to say no was not an option for me, my friends. It really wasn't. I wouldn't have thought, or I would have thought I can't say no, or saying no isn't an option, or actually no wasn't even a consideration, okay? <laughs> Unless I was carrying a child. <laughs> it wouldn't even have crossed my mind that saying no easily could be a possibility. If I had been in one of those cycles of trying to cut back, I might have thought I shouldn't have that drink or I said I wasn't going to drink, but I shouldn't or I don't want to hurt their feelings or screw what everybody else is drinking. I should be able to have a glass or two. I'm a grown ass adult who takes care of my shit. And then I probably would have drank. So getting to say no feels like a freaking privilege. It feels like I have choices. It feels so powerful to me. I get to say no, just like I get to say yes if I want to. Getting to the place where I get to say no was the most exciting journey I have ever been on in my life. And I want to share how you can get there too. Well, first, I got to say, you're going to get there a lot faster if you get coaching from me directly inside the amazing Stop Over Drinking and Start Living program. And inside the program, you get and I'm doing air quotes, you get to play around with saying no, saying yes, taking breaks, changing your thoughts around these choices that you have with alcohol. And we all have a bunch of choices, even though it may not feel like a choice to you right now. You can shift from thinking, I need to cut back on my drinking to I get to cut back on my drinking, or I'm lucky that I get a choice in how much I'm drinking. I get to decide no matter what. I'm in charge of how much I drink. Do you guys notice the difference in that? Instead of thinking I need to cut back or I shouldn't drink so much, you can think I get to cut back. I'm lucky I get a choice. I get to decide no matter what. I'm in charge of how much I drink. Right? Do you guys notice the difference? The second options I'm giving you are way more empowering. The first one is like you're being forced to do something against your own will, which if you're a rebel like me, doesn't usually work out (laughs) very well, right? And listen, when we first start this work, we're usually all spun around like a king-size fitted sheet around the middle of the washing machine, right? We're tight and wound up and turned around and inside out and looped over. And we've tried and wanted to cut back for such a long time. We've tried multiple attempts, and now we don't even know what to think to start to cut back. And we certainly aren't trusting ourselves around our decisions. 
and we have doubts about being able to do it. And we're worried about what our friends and family and coworkers might think when we show up and say no, or I'm just drinking a glass tonight. So for me to say I get to say no, I am not taking that for granted. Trust me, I know exactly where you are right now. But I hope to shed some light to where you can go with your relationship with alcohol so that you can get here too. Getting to say no to me feels like this gift because before saying no felt hard, uncomfortable, and like I was depriving myself. Now it feels loving, supportive, and easy. Now, if I were to drink from a place of, I don't want to upset them or it doesn't matter, I know that I would just upset me and make myself not matter. And I stopped putting myself and my desires at the bottom of the barrel three years ago. And guess what? Me saying, no thanks, I'm good, was absolutely fine for them too. There was no awkwardness that I could sense. I think they just wanted to be polite and make sure I knew I was welcome to have some drinks, which I actually appreciate. (laughs) I really do because since I don't claim that I'm never drinking again, having a choice and being offered one feels good. I want to make these decisions myself, not have people make them for me. I want to repeat that. I want to make the decisions around if I'm drinking or not and not have other people make them for me. Do you guys want that? (laughs) Again, it feels like a big, fat, luxurious gift to me. And I see this gift and I'm so grateful for it every single day. But this is a gift that I gave myself, y'all. And by the way, that did not happen overnight. It took dedication from me to evaluate how I was thinking around alcohol, getting coaching, taking long periods away from drinking, planning drinks in advance, limiting myself to one or two, writing the urges for more, telling people I was working on reducing how much I was drinking, reading books, listening to podcasts. Did I mention I was coaching myself all the time and getting coached? I put in the damn work, all right? I wanted a different relationship with alcohol, and I knew that I needed to put in the work to get that relationship that I wanted. It's not going to happen magically. It takes conscious effort and for you to be uncomfortable those first few times when you say no thanks or no, I'm good with just this one. It's like anything new you're learning. It's awkward at first, but you get better at it with practice. Now it feels just as natural to say no thanks as it used to be to say yes please. What? (laughs) I love this. Now it feels just as natural to say no things as it used to be for me to say, yes, please. How is that possible? Listen, I just told you how, (laughs) and I know that you want that too. And I believe with everything that I am that you can. Okay. You're an adult who gets to decide what kind of relationship you want to have with alcohol. You are the best person to decide that because it's your relationship. (laughs) And remember what I talked about relationships a couple podcasts ago? Your relationship with alcohol is your thoughts, your experiences, and your results. Okay? That is yours. And if you like to be the one calling the shots and learning how to do things a little different according to your own terms, and you like feeling in control, well, this idea should be be a little exciting for you right? It was for me. And when it came full circle this weekend, as it has many, many times, I talked to you about it all the time, right? It never gets old. It really doesn't. It doesn't ever get old for me seeing that I get to say no. And it feels so amazing. So how can saying no help you get what you want? How can thinking I get to decide make you feel? 
And I'm offering you an opportunity to come learn how you can easily get to say yes or no, whatever you decide with ease. Imagine going to a party or a restaurant or being around your family and you're offered drinks and you can easily say no thanks or sure without overdoing it. That's exactly what we work on inside the six-month Stop Over Drinking and Start Living program. There's a link here in the show notes for you to click on, watch the three videos, read through the information, and get your applications in. I'm taking nine more women to join me this month, and then we're going to close down registrations. It'll be the most rewarding work you will ever do. It's worth every amount of time, moments, energy, financials, anything that you could put into it to get to feel what I felt this weekend. That is freedom. There's no drama around it. I got a, re- a very nice uh, night's sleep. I woke up early in the morning. I went for a beautiful country run the next day. There was no drama. I am missing nothing in my life by choosing that I get to decide what kind of relationship that I want to have with alcohol. So get your applications in now. Oh, one more thing. I want to give you a little heads up. Something exciting is going to be happening. So I want you to put on your calendars for the week of June 4th, just like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, fun with Angela Masenic. Okay, June 4th through the 7th. Don't worry, no traveling or anything like that. More details to come, but mark your calendars and try not to make plans midday those three days. Okay? I love you all. Get your applications in and I'll see you inside. Stop over drinking and start living. Talk to you soon.